Hello, folks, it is Monday, April 11th, and welcome to Commissioner in the Car. My name is Dustin Zarni. I'm the Onondaga County Democratic Elections Commissioner, and uh, this is the Primaries Abound petition, uh, or edition, not petition, but petitions are on my mind. Uh, uh, today on Monday, April 11th, we have um, the, uh, the, we have now set our races uh, barring any objections uh, that will throw people off the ballot for the June primary. Uh, and let me talk about that for a second. So last week, April 7th, was the filing deadline. Uh, and uh, we actually had until today for petitions to be delivered via mail to either the State Board of Elections or the Onondaga County Board of Elections um, for offices <coughs> that are running on statewide or local races. So, as of this moment, um, and I'm still waiting to get the petitions from, or the petition list from State Board for today, but as of this moment, in the June primary, we will have Republican and Democratic primaries for governor. Republican and Democratic primaries for lieutenant governor. We will have Republican and Democratic primaries for New York 22, which is all of Conondoga County. Uh, there is also a Democratic primary for United States Senate. Um, and then also a rumor, and I only report this as a rumor, and please, I will confirm this in my uh, next um, uh, uh, Zoom with Zarni on, on Friday, um, but uh, we have been told that there will be a conservative primary for the 52nd state Senate seat. We still don't know about that because we've been told that those petitions were mailed to Albany, but I have not seen confirmation that they have been received yet. But the state has not sent out their filing list. That usually comes around 6.30, 8 o'clock. So check my social feeds later on today and I will let you know exactly all the primaries that uh, that we are slated to have. So all of those races will have primaries. However, the uh, the 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 um, the objection season is starting. And I, I posted about this on my uh, uh, on my Twitter and Facebook feeds, but general objections are being filed right now. What are general objections? These are objections that are filed at the boards of elections saying, you know, that petition that that I'm objecting to, we're not sure. It's kind of, uh, we're looking into it. We want six more days to prepare what are called specific objections. So general objections a lot of times are filed when, when specific objections may not actually come. Because in those six days after when a general objection is filed, which has to be filed within three days, of a petition being filed at a particular board, um, they find that they don't have enough specific objections to throw a candidate off the ballot. And the only way you can really throw a candidate off the ballot is if they're collecting signatures for people outside of their party or outside of their district or uh, are very sloppy in, in filling out their petitions and have problems with their witnesses. So, you know, and if you want to know more about that, check out my Sunday seminar how to file uh, objection specifications, and also my getting on the ballot Sunday seminar, all in my feeds 
uh, check that out because they go really into the details of uh, how to get on the ballot, which includes petitioning, and also how to file objections uh, against other people who are getting on the ballot and how to file petitions. So all of that stuff goes into it. But the, the two-mile overview here is that when a general objection comes in, which is three days after a petition is filed, it may or may not lead to specific objections. Those specific objections have to come in six days after a general objection is filed. And if the specific objections come in and the board agrees with as many specific objections as possible, but they, um, they do not uh, necessarily... Um, they do not necessarily, uh, you know, get under the statutory uh, minimum for their petitions, they'll stay on the ballot. But if they do get under the statutory minimum, which means that the Board of Elections has thrown off so many petitions that they have less than the required valid signatures, then they are no, no longer on the ballot for the primary or general election. Uh, so it is, uh, you know, it's a lot of intense work over the next few weeks. Um, as of this moment, I have no specific objections for the local races, but there's a couple of general objections for some of the smaller races in our office. Um, and in the New York State Board of Elections, they only have general objections in. Whether those objections turn to specifics is what we're going to find out between now and next Monday. So next Monday, at, uh, for my commissioner and car, will be all about the objections that we have received and uh, are are ready to uh, be processed both at the Onondaga County Board and I'll try to do something on the New York State Board as well. But of course, watch my Facebook and Twitter feeds. So once we get those specific objections in, then we can rule on them. There's usually a hearing. And then if we throw somebody off the ballot, they can go to court to challenge our decision. Um, also, people may bypass the objection process and go straight to court to throw somebody off the ballot. They have two weeks from last Thursday to file court paperwork. So all of this stuff is happening in the next two weeks. But while that's happening, we are going to determine, um, we, we're going to, you know, start getting ready to, to get ready for our absentee ballots. Um, and we got to start getting our ballots read. We won't have an official ballot till May 5th, uh, which means we won't have sample ballots until after that as well. Um, because on May 4th, the State Board of Elections meets and certifies the statewide and cross-county races, races that run over the county lines. We need that certification to be able to make our local ballots. Local ballots are made at the Onondaga County Board of Elections for our county, but they're made based on the certifications from the State Board. So we will not be able to start um, even you know, printing ballots or uh, getting ready to send them out to our printer for absentees until May 5th. And speaking of absentees, uh, later this week, uh, this week I'll have a Zoom with Zarni uh, with Dr. Mara Sutman, um, uh, the What Voting Means podcast. But next week on the, uh, uh, the 22nd, I will be, uh, actually it will be done on the 24th. I'll be doing another Sunday seminar in, in lieu of my weekly interview. Um, and it will be all about the new petition process, uh, or I'm sorry, absentee ballot process here in New York and at Onondaga County. I believe by April 24th, I'll have enough answers uh, to do that. But um, 
there has been a lot of changes even as much as last week with the budget so let's talk about that uh <clears throat> the new york state budget was passed on uh friday or saturday morning i believe it was um i think the assembly ended up passing it sometime around 9 a.m um on saturday morning uh i was very uh happy uh, with a lot of things in the budget. There's one big thing to do with absentees that I'm very happy with, and that is uh, th they will now have pre-postage paid uh, 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 for absentees. They'll be returned to us with postage pay. Um, that's a great thing. Now, this starts July 1st, which means it won't be in effect for the primary election. It will only be in effect for the general election, but it will be in effect in perpetuity beyond beyond that. So, uh, <clears throat> postage paid return mail for absentee applications and for um, uh, board of election for absentees. Really big thing. That means that you no longer will have to go to the the uh, the store to get a stamp. It's not a poll tax on uh, people that are. Of uh, poorer income that may not be able to afford it, but also the convenience of this. Think about it. Now, when you get an absentee ballot in your house, you never even have to leave your house. You just have to fill it out, sign it, seal it, put it in your postal office for your postman to bring it back to us. You never have to go out and find a stamp. And I think that's going to be even bigger uh, um, thing for election or for uh, people that don't have, you know, to schedule into their day going out and buying stamps and that kind of stuff to be able to vote uh, and they don't have to do anything other than filling out a ballot putting it back in the mail to us that that's going to be a big thing that was not only mandated but it's going to be paid for out of the new york state budget and it will be done in perpetuity um further uh there was a polling place change for college campuses now, this is only for Election Day, and again, it's only for the general election this year, but going forward, any college campus with over 300 active registered voters has to have a polling place on campus. We actually already do that in Onondaga County, so it's not a big change for us. We added uh, Lemoyne College as a, as a polling pl place for the general election this year and the primary, and that is also goes along with SU and... Um, uh, and, uh, um, uh, of course, OCC, they all have election day polling places. So this is a big change for other communities. Uh, it's a good change. Any college that has over 300 people that live and, um, and, uh, have a, uh, 300 active registered voters on their college campus properties, they will have a polling place for, uh, election day. Um, and going forward, we have to, there's some language in next year, we're going to have to have, uh, contiguous election districts around these polling places to make sure that everybody in that polling place, uh, votes for the same person. And also, also all campus people are definitely going to the same polling place. And also it keeps people from outside of the campus from having to go on the campus. It's, it's a really, um, ingenious way to deal with large campuses and a pro voter pro uh, student uh, package here in New York it's a big thing things that did not make the budget though 
Um, there was no direct aid for county boards of elections, whether it's capital aid or uh, aid to localities to offset uh, running elections. Um, I'm, I, you know, I, I expected that, unfortunately. Uh, I was hoping for, for direct money, but they did give direct money last year, both in aid to localities and for uh, capital equipment. So they probably weren't going to give it again this year. Um, but we'll continue to keep asking because I do believe the state has a responsibility to fund elections. Although funding the elections on the postage is a big thing. Uh, so that's gonna that's $4 million they're putting out there. That's a lot. So hopefully we will see uh, better funding in the future uh, and better support for county boards of elections. The New York State Board of Elections did pretty well. Uh, and they got everything they asked for, which is definitely a change from previous years. They actually got a little bit more than they asked for, and they got money for their public financing uh, portion, although it wasn't fully paid for, but it doesn't have to be fully paid for until next year's budget. So they got enough startup money for their public campaign financing. And so that's a big, big thing. Um, so I don't see any questions in the chat, but I know David wants is always here and he wants me to take the Bills money stadium, uh, Bills stadium money and give it to BOEs. I can definitely see what we can do with $700 million. We'd have the best board of elections in America. Uh, but, uh, and we'd probably use all that. But that being said, uh, I don't see any other questions in the chat and I got a few things that I got to get done. Uh, what are some big un upcoming things? Well, um, <clears throat> as I said, over the next two weeks, we will have objections and specifications. On May 5th, we will determine the ballot for Onondaga County in all the different races. On May 15th, we will determine the early voting sites for Onondaga County. Uh, um, and uh, that that is coming up. Uh, we have not set the new vo early voting sites. We have 10 instead of six. So we have to announce the next four. Um, and uh, we uh, we have to <clears throat> we have to see what's going on there. And then finally, uh, we uh, have to actually mail out those absentee ballots in the middle of May uh, and getting ready for that June primary. So lots of st stuff is going to happen. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I, I did. I forgot to talk about the lawsuit. Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, let's talk a little bit about redistricting. We always have to talk about redistricting here in Commissioner in the Car. Um, it, it is uh, the Plan B district. So last Friday, um, as you know, the law, the lawsuit over the New York State redistricting, there was a ruling that said um, that the congressional maps were gerrymandered. And because there was a process issue, not only the congressional maps, but the Senate and the Assembly maps were all thrown out. We all had to get new districts by today um, and then have also an August primary. This was a ruling by a Steuben County judge. Uh, it was the first ruling in this. It was immediately appealed and a stay was issued in the, re uh, in the appeal. Um, and then there was a hearing on that stay on Thursday and a ruling on Friday. Uh, what the judge ruled on the stay, which is saying that you cannot enforce this judgment, um, 
they ruled saying that the stay will continue until April 20th. On April 20th, there will be oral arguments with the appellate division, um, and then it will go to the Court of Appeals uh, after that on whether these uh, um, lines are meet constitutional muster. And it's interesting, the appellate division really um, said that the congressional lines are the ones that they're going to be looking at for gerrymandering, that the state senate lines and assembly lines were not found to have been gerrymandered and can only be thrown out if there's a process problem with the independent redistricting commission. Um, and there's still an open question about that. So by April 25th, uh, you know, we may have some more, uh, 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 more um, understanding of what is going to happen with this. I still don't think we will have a resolution because no matter what uh, the appellate division does, it'll go to the Court of Appeals after that. And I really hope I got that in the right order. But there's, we're at the mid-level and not the top level for New York. Uh, you know, we've had the entry level, now the mid-level. They're going to re render a decision sometimes around April 20th. And then it will be appealed to the top level, and then we'll have another ruling there. So we're not really sure what is happening uh, with it, because the stay is still, and, and we won't have oral arguments. However, as part of the stay order, the judge did say that um, uh, that the lower court judge could actually still go forward with redrawing the maps, um, but they won't have any effect. So the lower court may issue uh, and appoint a, um, a special master to draw these maps, since the legislature is not going to redraw these maps by today. Uh, the lower court could um, put in a special master in place to draw these maps. That'd be interesting. Um, my Mark asked me my opinion on the case itself. Um, I will give you this opinion um, because uh, I'm not a constitutional lawyer, I'm not a lawyer at all, but I have been following redistricting. I think it's going to be very hard for uh, a court to throw out the assembly and Senate maps. Those maps were, by all objective standards, while Democratic-leaning are not gerrymandered. We have a Democratic-leaning state. You would imagine it would be Democratic-leaning. And yes, there's a little bit of a whiplash in the Senate maps, but remember when the Senate maps were drawn in 2010, we had a Republican Senate, and they pretty much drew maps that were probably Republican gerrymanders. So just moving back to neutral seems like a, de a Democratic shift, but it's a natural shift. Um, this is my opinion. Um, the congressional maps are absolutely dem Democratic biased. Whether that meets gerrymandering standards is something that the court is going to decide. I will tell you this. I find it incredibly hard to imagine the court will issue... Jerry, that the, these maps are gerrymandered and then order a new election under new maps this year in the year of our Lord 2022. Um, it is, uh, we are getting very late in the calendar. It would be incredibly hard for the boards of elections to turn around after certifying a primary in June, which we would have to do for the statewide and uh, state Senate primaries, and then have another election on August 23rd. It, be virtually impossible. We'll find a way to do it if we have to do it. 
but it it would be a tremendously large burden on boards of elections to do that. Also, we have a Supreme Court case uh, in Alabama that ruled, I think now six weeks ago, that changing the maps for this year is too burdensome. And so thus, uh, the maps that were in place that were ruled unconstitutional in Alabama are gonna stay in place until two years from now. So I think it's about 50-50 whether they throw out the congressional maps on gerrymandering. And I only say that because I don't have a, a real good opinion about that. So I'm gonna cut the baby down the middle there. Uh, but I will say that I find it, I would be very surprised if they throw out the congressional maps that they order a new election uh, this year. And I would be even further surprised if they threw out the Senate or Assembly maps. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, and David, you asked about whether the pay hike for inspectors uh, in the Senate, it, you know, it didn't die in the Senate, it was passed in the Senate, or it's going to be passed in the Senate. Uh, it has not passed the Assembly, it was not part of the budget. So it, there is a bill that is going to increase inspector pay to three hundred dollars. Uh, right now in New York, um, it differs by county to county, and in Onondaga County, we pay inspectors about two hundred ten dollars, which is uh, equal to minimum wage uh, in New York because that's all our county will pay for. Uh, so there is a bill in the state senate that will mandate the county pay three hundred dollars. Um, we'll have to see where that goes. I don't know. Um, it, it didn't get passed in the budget. The Senate is, uh, the legislature is out of session until April 25th. They come back to session on April 25th and they have till June 11th to pass more bills. They will have time to do it. Will they get it done? That I don't know. Uh, will it be effective this year? That I also don't know. So we'll see. So I think that's about it. Um, I got uh, a couple of appointments later today, so I got to run, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, even more stuff going on here at the Board of Elections over, over this week and getting more clarity on our primary ballot by this time next week. And uh, again, check out my feeds. Um, the next Syracuse redistricting hearings are on April 24th and April 28th at uh Corcoran and Nottingham High School, respectively. Please go to those. Please share your opinion on what you want your uh, district to look like. And, um, and and stay tuned to my social media feed. This Wednesday, I will have my wonky Wednesday for District 4 for Syracuse, uh, City of Syracuse. And on Friday, I will be having an interview drop with Dr. Mara Sutman of the What Voting Means to Me podcast. By the way, my episode of that on her podcast is up right now. Please check it out in my feeds. It's a go to Spotify or any other app. What voting means to me. I really enjoyed that uh, podcast. Uh, and I really think you, you get a good idea of my personal philosophy of, of how I, I conduct myself as commissioner, if you care about that. But I, I was so happy with it. And I'm so glad that that podcast exists because I've, I've listened to all their other episodes and it's a it's wonderful insight into election administrators out there so check it out thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day bye-bye <laughs>